Everybody wants to rule the world. Welcome to Queers for Fears. <laughs> so, on today's episode, this is a part two. We're continuing our talk about uh, the three, the trilogy, Fear Street. So, we're going to get right on into it because we do not have a whole lot of time to record today, but we're going to get it done. So, um, do we want to introduce ourselves again? Yes. All right, let's go in a circle. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Gracie. Fun um, fact. I did boxing for a year and a half. That's my fun fact. Oh, yeah. Mm. Make it weird. Oh, well, well, that's not no, weird. No, but it's just, like, interesting. Quirky. Okay, well, it's a little quirky. quirky. I'm, it's quirky. I'm different. Quirky. Hi, I'm Avery, and a fun fact is that I am from... Texas. That's not even a fun fact. No, I just I'm can't think of anything. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Okay, wait. I was born in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> My fun fact is that. Quickly, quickly, go. <laughs> okay, too much pressure. Go, Amber. Um, hi, I'm Amber. No, she's wearing and witch earrings. That that's is Amber. Oh, that's my yeah, fun, that's your fact. fun fact. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my name's Amber, and I was in the circus for 10 years. I love, I love it. That. Amber, oh, so yeah. she was. it's yeah, so cool. I can, like, juggle and yeah. crap. Yeah. She did, like, She's really thingy. freaking cool. Yeah, so that was you know my what? Dream One of our episodes uh, needs to just be Amber's life story. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No. I want to hear it. And it's okay now. because she's queer, so it works. What about the, cir- the circus part, at least? Wait, not right now. Okay, we gotta, okay. That'll be yeah, later. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kelly. My Hi, fun, Kelly. <laughs> my fun fact is I can lick my elbow. Did, okay, my fun fact is that do you know if you lick your elbows, you can't feel it, or if like someone else licks your elbows? I can feel like when I lick my. No, elbow. you don't. You don't feel it like when someone else does it to you. You don't really have like nerve endings there so you don't wow. feel it and your name is my name is Lakin yeah. and I have random fun facts about the body because hi my name's Gracie yeah I'm an alcoholic <laughs> hi, hi Gracie, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> alright All right. on that note Fear on Street, that note number three number three 1666, 1666 period bestie as we all know back in the 1600s we got some witches so that's what's that's what's up today alright so in this third movie we start um, by Dina, our main character, um, reuniting the severed hand of Seraphir, which is the witch that's been um, haunting Shady Side for decades, generations, you know. Um, and what happens is she puts the hand back, and then suddenly we're transported to this, like outside of this barn, and she's looking into this pool of water and sees Seraphir. So basically what's happening is Dina is seeing the story of Seraphir through her eyes. What's really cool about this movie that I think we all appreciated was all of the characters in 1666 are from the previous movies, so we care a lot more about the actual characters. It's not like you're just a bunch of brand new people in this movie. Um, it really helps. Well, like, so. it's the same actors. Yeah, not, the same actors. Yeah, not the same character. Same actors oh, playing my bad. a different character. And sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. the past character they played kind of parallels kind of with. Yeah. Yeah, so you go into the third movie with new characters, but they're still familiar, and I think mm-hmm. that builds interest. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Am, is it tr- Am I wrong to assume, isn't it, like, um, that's their, like, lineage, though? Lineage? Yeah. Lineage, like, they're, they're that's related. That's probably true. For some of them. But, okay. yeah, not for all. Sadie. I don't know. Sadie yeah, some Shad. of them die off. Yeah. Okay. Or I don't know. That's I don't know. That's like I, I hadn't thought about that. Oh. I thought maybe it was the same. That's maybe that's family the names. lore behind it. I don't know. I think it's just what's his name. Good. Yeah. Good. I would. I would say it's definitely the good generation is. Anyways. So real quick summary. Um, one night, Sarah Fear and her friends Hannah and Lizzie. Um, who are Sam and then what was her best friend in the first movie that got um, bread sliced? Oh no, Kate <laughs> or Dina? No, no, no that's the name. Uh, Kate? Sam, no, Kate. The one that got her head yeah. sliced. Yeah, was it Kate? She was Kate in nineteen eighty whatever. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So um, it's Sam and Kate, those actresses playing her best friends. So like we. 
We're like, oh my God, welcome back. I'm so glad your head is intact. Um, So basically, (laughs) they go out and they're like, hey, we're going to get some berries. We're going to have this little party tonight. We're going to go to the witch's, like this reclusive widow's house that they all think is a witch. And we're going to get some berries from her and have a little hallucinatory fun. So um, they go and get those berries. And um, Sarah has this little moment. She sees this black book. It's very witchy. We're all like, oh, okay, some foreshadowing. Um, they come back, they go into the woods. It's all of like the town teenagers. They're having a ranger, basically. They all eat the berries. They're freaking Applejack. Yeah, freaking <laughs> Apple Crazy. But you know dancing was forbidden back Oh then. yeah. They were in their in their like rebel times. Yeah. They had a very footloose era. They had their white undergarment like dresses on. Um Sarah and Hannah run off and as Wikipedia describes it have an intimate moment kissing up on each other they're having a great time they're still hallucinating though they're kind of off the rockers it's great but then they're seen by um, this dude in the town called Mad Thomas I think you can kind of guess why he's called Mad Thomas he's He's kind of crazy. He's like the guy that goes in the middle of the town and starts spouting verses at you, but he's an alcoholic. Um, And then the next day, their pastor in the town is named Cyrus Miller. He starts to act strange, and, like, the town's food and water are suddenly poisoned. There's a dog in the well, a dead dog in the well. Um, And so Sarah's, like, got a really guilty conscience at this point. She's like, oh, my God, I was gay. And so she goes to talk to Solomon Good. And um, did you notice that Solomon Good? Oh, huh. Wonder who he's related to. Um, And she wonders if she's, like, responsible for that bad luck. Um, And then they discover, they discover that Pastor Miller has taken all of the children into the chapel. And they go in. And all the eyes have been gouged out. Mm -hmm. They're in the center of the chapel including Sarah's brother and including the pastor like he gouged his own eyes out and Wait, then it's not Sarah's brother it's um yeah it is no Sarah? it's Sarah's Dina's. the white girl no it's Sarah Fear Sarah Fear oh is I, Dina's character okay I was thinking of you were talking about like Sarah oh from the like modern day oh Sam like, oh Excuse sorry for me. the confusion <laughs> Sarah Fear played by Dina and yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, then the pastor, like, attacks Sarah, but Solomon kills him. And they're like, um, this was witchery. And, you know, someone's responsible. We got to figure out. And so, obviously, they, like, get all of the females together. The young females are like, all oh, you freaking witches. Um, and then, who's Caleb. Oh, okay, so there's this dude who also wants Hannah, right? Sarah and Hannah are lovers, but Caleb's like, man, I want them. And so Caleb's like, I think that they're witches. I think they're responsible because, you know, jealousy is a big green monster. Jealousy, jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy. Um, And so Hannah's captured, but Sarah, like, runs away. Um, But eventually, like... Um, Sarah finds her way back to Hannah, professes her love, um, and they're like, we're going to go get the widow's book and make a deal with the devil so that I can save you. Um, but then they go and they find that the widow was murdered, the woman that had the book, murdered. And so she, and the book is gone. So, like, what are you going to do? So who does she run to? Solomon, who she ran to before, right? Um, but she like hides under his house and finds that there's these like friggin tunnels um just I would also like to point out that the reason she's hiding is because the whole town is after her and like did I not say that no no my bad guys the whole town is like they're like you're running after her with pitchforks and fires and wanting to like kill her basically crucible yeah crucible which I loved because I loved the crucible okay continue anyways um but yeah, there's these tunnels underneath this house. Oh my God, what is this? Um, so she goes down there, and um, Solomon reveals that he took the book to make the deal with the devil, and he offered up Pastor Miller to be possessed in exchange for power and wealth. 
because he had been doing really poorly. Like his wife had died. He didn't have any money. And so he made the deal. And he offers to share it with her. Like he's like, marry me and we'll like live forever happy because I made this deal. And she's like, obviously no, because one, she's gay. And two, he made a deal with the devil. But anyways, um, and then he's like, well, now you know I have to kill you. And she tries to get away. Her hand gets cut off on the, quote, devil's stone, you know. Um, And she escapes the chapel where the townspeople find her. And then, um, you know, we skip to they're about to be executed and everything on the hanging tree. But... um, Sarah makes the decision to say that she's the witch um, to save Hannah. So she's like, I bewitched her. She had nothing to do with this. Um, So that it was just Sarah that got hanged. Um, And that's where we leave part one of 1666. And then the second part of the movie is 1994 part two. Um, should we discuss the like the first part? Yeah. Or just go through the whole summary and then discuss. What do you guys think? I think discuss sixteen sixty six. Yeah, because that's kind of a lot. Yeah, go ahead. That happened. Do you um, want your? Do you need your notes? Need my little notes. I would okay. also like to say that right before Sarah died, she like made a vow and she's like, "I'm gonna curse this land and mm. I'm gonna make sure I do everything in my power to like make sure that people find out who you truly are." Yeah. She's saying all this to good, and so like. It's kind of like this whole thing of like we find out the reason why Sarah Fear has been like cursing everybody and like all of this stuff has been happening because she wants everyone to find out the truth that good has been behind everything. That good yeah. is evil. Good is evil. Yeah, good yeah. is evil. And we should have seen oh, that coming. We should yeah. have. We I mean, what I honestly didn't, but yeah. And like yeah. also with the crucible, like I was like Goody Proctor things like yeah. that. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And didn't they call somebody Goody at one well, point? Well, yeah, but that's like that was a term yeah. like Mister Mister, but um, I just love that Crucible talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? we love Crucible talk. Okay. Uh, in your summary, um, did you mention the reburying of her body? I didn't actually. Mm-hmm. I was going to talk that's about good. that. Oh, okay, we can save that. I'm but just um, no, we can go ahead because I mean that's technically still yeah sixteen sixty six. Um. Basically, her friends came back to where her body was buried under the hanging tree. And um, they wanted to rebury her because in a different place because it was like, it just wasn't right to leave her there. Um, they wanted to be able to grieve her properly in like a nice place. So um, they bury her in the woods and Hannah places this little crown that she's made that has these red specks like flowers looking things in there places it she gets buried and then we get this beautiful shot um kind of a zoom out effect where we see the red moss that um was so important in the first movie um and in the the second second. start to grow out from that spot so now we have figured out where that came from um and another motif that is really important in this movie is the flies again. Mm. Because, I mean, there was a pile of the children's eyes in the chapel. <laughs> so you know there was a lot of flies in there, too. I mean... Yeah, you could hear them yeah, buzzing. When, you, when uh, Good first opened, like, the chapel doors, the yeah. buzzing, it was... Ooh. I think we talked about how in the first movie, like, the buzzing was kind of more like ambient noise and like you heard it but it wasn't really calling your attention but the more you move through the movies yeah the louder it gets and the more your attention is drawn to it and then you see how it connects yeah it's kind of like by the time we get to that chapel scene it's It's so loud yeah all encompassing Mm -hmm. i think that's like another thing is like at the end of the 1968 movie um when we're kind of leaving the camp all of the or 1978 oh Wait, the second movie? The second movie. 78. Or 84? 78. 78. 1994. As we're, like, leaving the camp after the whole massacre happened, like, all of the kids that had died were covered in sheets. And you see that again after the church when all of those kids who had their eyes gouged out, they were all laid out in the same format with white sheets covered over them. I think that was really cool. And, like, the kind of, like... 
the, the parallelism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you the, tension the detail. I did yeah. not notice that. Yeah, and there's like, a lot of those. Watching them the second yeah. time, you notice a lot more. And like the same way that in the second movie, um, the sister, not Ziggy, but um, the other one, when she's trying to crawl out of... <sighs> Her name's Cindy. 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 When Cindy's trying to crawl out of like the thing and she's banging into the kitchen, it's mm. like kind of the same thing as when... Um, Sarah Fear is kind of banging out of the, oh, yeah. the thing into the church. It's so the same coming shot. out from the tunnels. It's coming out from the tunnels. It's this, into like, like that the same shot, but it's kind of like a different. Like the second movie, it was a great. The, um, the third, like sixteen sixty six, it was wood. It was the boards, and it, it like led boards, right to it, the, the um, church. It well right and then to the right pulpit. To yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Where the where. Cyrus Good or yeah. Cyrus Miller, the pastor, would stand. Yeah, and it was like I think that's like really cool. And then you also see it again in part two of nineteen ninety four, but we haven't gotten there yet. Correct. Yeah, there's so, yeah. some more parallels we get to in part two that are really tied together. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk? Do we want to do that summary real quick, or do you have more to add? Um, the only thing that I had written down maybe to talk about was I thought the widow character was really interesting, like culturally and historically. Um, because they mention that she's exiled from the community, um, and they make it sound like she was engaging in, or I believe that she sacrificed her husband to the devil or something like that. I don't know, some sort of engaging in witchcraft activity. Mm. Um, but I believe some of the younger characters point out, was it really that, or that she was just very friendly to indigenous people? Uh, mm. Yeah. I found that she really She had a lot of... Ooh. animal coats and skins like the natives mm-hmm. had so like that connects with the you know indigenous and yeah i think you're right about that and i think that that was like historically accurate just anyone yeah. that was um they also i mean they just thought that indigenous people were like practicing witchcraft because of yeah. like their healing um yeah their ways of their ways of living. their health care <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> yeah, you know like really what is that called <laughs> like, Medicinal practices? Yeah. Yeah. They thought that that was like, oh, you're using things from the earth? Earth? Whoa. literally. That's freaking witchy, bro. And I'm like, actually, I feel like that's very, that seems very Christian to me. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I feel like all of that, like, judgment is so misplaced. Yeah. I just think, like, looking at it as a whole just goes to show that during this time period, those that were accused of witchcraft were people that were kind of ostracized from society, like talking about how Sarah Fear um, is lesbian and um, the widow being, quote-unquote, friendly with indigenous people. Um, I think really fear of the unknown. For sure. Was Uh a big thing. And it's like, if you're not (laughs) like this, (laughs) you need to die. Yeah. Yeah. Very Puritan of them. you don't fit this mold, get out of here. Yep. And the thing is, like, the entire good family technically aren't fitting that mold, but they would rather rather throw others under the bus in mm-hmm. order to keep their secret kept. And yeah. I just think that's kind of interesting, showing the two different ways that a person is... I mean, obviously it's very magical, but going to deal with, um, I guess, discrimination um, or whatever word is better, prejudice. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think I also wanted to say, like... The thing about uh, when we finish, like, the end of 1666, when we find out why good has been doing these things, we can see, like, the the um, the hand that the devil has in it. Because he's like, okay, yeah, you can possess one person, but little n- did good know that, like, that one person, he was going to become, like, a serial killer. Yeah. And, like, the devil didn't specify that, but, like, he also didn't say that, you know, all those stuff. And so that's, I think that kind of, like, brings a little bit of, like, explanation as to why this is happening so much. Yeah. Because they're like, if you just wanted to possess one person, then why did it do it? But the one person they possess, the devil turned them into a serial killer. So that's why everyone kept dying. And, and I dying. guess it does, like, if you're a sympathizer, then it does give you a little bit of sympathy for Sheriff, well, not Sheriff, Solomon Good, But... But I mean, I think he I still think that, made a deal with the devil. Yeah. Like, I just think that, like, you're like, okay, did he know that they yeah. were going to be a serial killer? No. But he did sacrifice someone. Yeah. So it's still that, not good. I think that brings complexity to the story, though. Yeah. Right? Or it's like moral complexity. Yeah. It's not this yeah. sort of like moral, like absolute good, bad. Like, there, yeah. he did something that was. 
bad, but could have been worse. But you just... But was also trying to save his kids. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of... I like that they give you a little bit of morality to struggle with. There's not a clear good and bad guy. Like, there there is a clear bad guy, but you feel... I feel like... You understand why they were bad in a The goods get more evil as time goes on. I agree, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, the first... Like, Solomon Good, he was like... It wasn't... He... I feel like he, you know, he, it made you have sympathy and they made you like want to like him and say that he had reasons. But as it goes on, like you hate, uh, I hate Nick in the Nick yeah, good. God, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I hate him in the second when he was one. like, yeah, when he was like, mm, it's just another shady sider gone crazy. Yeah, like you know, right after he saws, you're, you're the reason. You're Don't the even. You're yeah. the problem. And then <laughs> so. he's like, but then you could say he was born into this. Like, he was, yeah. and he was like, he yeah, talked about I mean, that. Yeah, how he didn't want. He was like, do you ever feel like? you know, you don't belong in your family and, like, you don't want to be what they want you to be. And Ziggy was like, well, obviously. But then at the end of the day, you see he still conforms. He yeah. still does, yeah, and that's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those and complicated choices. Continued, but... And continued yeah. to use that power. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's very, yeah. Anyway. glad that the chain is over. <laughs> at the end. Hopefully. You know well, what? Something that's still stuck in my head from that movie is when Sarah, or um, I think portrayed as Dina at the time, gets her hand cut off. Oh, oh my god, god. yeah. I don't oh. like how like there's that she one was string screaming. of yeah. tendons yeah. like, onto her arm, and I'm like, just, I yeah, it was have still to stuck. say that I did <laughs> like it. Me and I Amber on, did, yeah. because it was anatomically correct. It was yeah. It was a lot more anatomically correct. Than and it I enjoyed it. Like that's I it's, it's not easy to her. break off a yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, like they struggled, which was nice. Yeah. So what's his intent to cut off no. her hand so that he was trying to kill her, but she yeah. put her arm up and he just kept pushing and pushing. Yeah. Because you know, I, I guess the reason I was confused is because at first he's kind of like doing it like come to the dark side, yeah. join me thing. So he okay. was trying to get her to yeah. marry him. Um, and just like join in like a lot older than. Yeah, but that wasn't that. That was normal. That was my issue. If you're 30, you're old. He looked 30. But anyways, um, he was played by the same character that Nick is played by, right? Yeah. Or same actor. Why do I keep saying character? But Yeah. Yeah. I think he was like one of the only people who was like the same for lineage. Yeah. I think that's actually true. I think that's one of the only people that you see consistently, which makes sense. Yeah. But, um... Do we want to head into part two? 1994. Yeah. So after we see the moss start growing, that red moss, um, we are transported back into 1994 where Dina is and where she was putting the hand back with um, the rest of Sarah's body. So, um, you know, now she knows, no one else knows, but she has now seen the story of Sarah and realizes that the good family is responsible for the shady side curse. Um, and that each, this is also important, that each firstborn of each generation is the one responsible for the rituals. So um, that would be... Oh, yeah, because Nick has a brother. Yeah, Sheriff Good is the firstborn. And the mayor is the secondborn. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So do we know for sure that the mayor knows? No, yes. and in fact, oh. well, we don't. Oh. And he denies knowing at the end of the movie. But I think he knows. <laughs> he Anyways, he I knows, feel right? like he knows. Um, he was born into, like, his, this is it's family. Pos- it's possible, but I'm just like, mm, I don't It's know. just politics. But <laughs> that's what I think. Um, but this is why um, Sunnyvale is so prosperous and Shadyside is so bad. Because the goods live in Sunnyvale and they made that deal where they would be prosperous, so obviously the things around them would be good. Um, and Shady Side, it was almost like a trade-off. Like the more amazing that Sunnyvale became, the worse Shady Vale became. Shady Side. Shady Side. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you. Thank you. It was Dina and Josh that were out by the moss, you know, yep. putting the hand back, and you don't really get very long to like sit with what just happened in the. Um, 1666 before we see a cop car pull up hello it's my man (laughs) it's my man Nick Good Um, and they like trick him into coming down there but then they do a little like gotcha yeah switcheroonie and steal his car they go back to Ziggy's house 
um, C. Berman, we love her, and they are like, okay, so the only way to break this curse is to kill Nick, right? Um, which I honestly makes the most sense. So they get Martin, which we never talked about Martin. Martin was the um, mall janitor from the first movie, and he's just kind of like comic relief yeah. in the first movie. He got screwed over by Nick Good. He which did. Is, which drives him. Yeah. To- and I am here for it. Yeah. He's also a black man that does not die in this yes. horror movie. I was very happy. Yes, and he was actually a big, he was kind of a big role in the in part two because yeah. he had some really good ideas. Um, but they make up a plan. It's very... Um, elaborate. Elaborate, and yeah. Carrie, like. Yeah, it's giving Home Alone mixed with Carrie. Yeah. Um, they're setting traps in the mall. So... Um, they're like, we're going to lure all the killers there with Ziggy's blood. Or not Ziggy's blood, sorry. Sam's blood. And then we're going to trap them all. And then Nick will come. We kill Nick. Everything's fine. Right? So they manage to trap all of the um, previous serial killers that have been resurrected to um, help in the killing of Sam. Right? Um, Isn't Sam possessed at this point? Yes, in the she's, movie? she's. So yeah. I believe it's Dina's blood. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt unless I was. No, it's Sam's blood. No. It's, it's Sam's, Sam's blood, but Sam is possessed, right? But yeah, is she, she is. She is because yeah. they had to tie her to she's a great at yeah. But they had to use her blood because they're, that's the one that she's the person that the monsters are attracted to. I thought yeah. it was Dina's blood because I thought I remembered a scene where she slices her hand. Yeah, I also thought it oh, was. Oh, hey, okay, so right here. Because I think right it's because she bled on the bones, and then she had that oh, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So she think... bled on the bones right before she got the flashback to yeah. 66. Okay, so now they are attracted to both Sam and Dina's blood, I think. Well, Sam is, well, Sam is attracted Seth. to Dina. Yeah, Sam is already attracted got to Sam. Oh, yeah. that's true. They did get Sam. Okay, so it's Dina's blood. Correction. So they trap all the killers. They get Nick, and there's this shot where at the center of the mall is the hanging tree, and Nick is standing in front of it. And we get this flashback moment where um, Ziggy and Nick are at the camp, um, Camp Nightwing, Mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, like, you're going to carry her, you know, pouring the the fake blood over her head and everything, and pours Dina's blood all over him, which, and then they release all the killers. They all go to attack Nick. But, um, unfortunately, Nick escapes because, of course, he does. Because he uses freaking C. Berman as a human shield. Oh, that's true, yeah. He, like, holds her hostage. He does. And she's like, he's like, if you don't give them over me, I'm going to kill her. And I'm like. Yeah, so they spray. Brett's going to die. I think they spray all the killers with Dina's blood, and so they attack each other and kill each other. That part was so cool. It was really cool. It was like a final scene. I just wanted to say, I... I know how much we don't like them together, but I just, th- I thought, like, them, t- them, C. Berman and Nick were just so cute together. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, um, no he held her, her hostage. I'm sorry. They were cute. <laughs> As and, like, teenage the, years before yeah, you like, went Yeah, like, the flashback, Bad? it just, it's yeah. just, like, oh. No. Yeah, it, like, it, it was so you, sad. Like, hurt with Ziggy. It's yeah. such a straight relationship. Yeah, I know. I love it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for it's a straight relationship. It's the fact that he thought that he could get away with, like, allowing him. Cindy, so her sister to get killed, and then maybe and you still get with the girl. Yeah, no, no. there no. was no way. I'm like, yeah, what a way to get with her. Dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, terrible. I, I killed your sister, but like, you know, but it's okay. It's fine. We all have it's our all issues. It's all good. We can get and married, like, you know. You know, a, a bunch of other people, but that's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. We're still gonna get. We married. don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so um, Nick goes into the tunnels. What tunnels, you might ask? The tunnels, the tunnels, the, tunnels, the, the tunnels. ones that we have seen in um, 1666, 78. We're going into the tunnels, baby. Again. Yeah, it's, we're going but it's down. it's the opposite this time. I just want to point that out. What do you mean like, it's the opposite? The past two movies where they're bursting out, they're doing yeah. these things. But now we're going, going in. into the tunnels. Now we're purposefully the, the going into the tunnel. The, the parallelism, you know, yeah. I love it. You okay. Know, you love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Because so. it's also like a great, sorry. I love that scene. Sorry. <laughs> we we can always count on Gracie to bring the parallels. We sorry. love it. Um, but Dina and a possessed Sam follow him um, in there while the others fight off the killers. Um, Sam is attacking Dina, but she, like, Dina, like, 
wallops her. I wish I could see what you're doing. Yeah, like it was like a little like bop situation. She like she like bumps her, but then like she's like Sam, it's me, Sam, baby. Like you know me, I love you. And then so she's kind of like she's out of her little trance for a minute there. Um, but then Nick like almost kills Dina. Um, but then she like smacks his hand onto the <laughs> what? Nothing. The like mass of um, organs, yeah. like the beat, the heart that's like in the tunnels. You know, Flesh is that mound. supposed to be the devil? Flesh like, mound. what is it? No, I, they don't really describe it. I think it's like the manifestation of the curse. I think it but is the scar. Sense. You know how like the tunnels is the scar on the land. Uh, I think the the actual curse is like. That's like that's the, like the physical form of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. that's what I yeah, think. That because that that's really what all of the serial killers it's, it's manifest from. Like, it yeah, is yeah, giving it stranger really things. It's really gross. Like Sadie Singh being there. Yeah, for real. Oh, just, yeah. Which is really funny. And it's Netflix. But I don't like that she keeps dying. Yeah, it's really not great. But she didn't die in this one. No. She died in 66. That's true. That really sucked. I, I like will say. <laughs> um, but anyways, so we remember how Alice, who was um, Cindy's best, like, ex-best friend, when she touched the organs, she ran away, broke her ankle. Y'all remember that? Yes. So, Dina puts Nick's hand onto the beating organs, and he gets, like, the visions in his mind, and now he's, like, seeing all the faces of the... Um, children who had their eyes gouged out, all the people who were killed, and so we get this flash, like, not a flashback, but we get like, to see all the yeah. people who have suffered from this mm-hmm. curse, and it's it's kind of moving. It's like, wow, yeah. so many people were affected by this. It, yeah, and I think it was really powerful that the one who is, um, who has caused all of this pain mm-hmm. has to finally face it. Yeah. Um, but then it gives Dina the chance to to kill Nick. So, and how does she um, through the eye? Yes, through the eye. She very goes, important because it takes us all the way back to the beginning with all the kids getting their eyes gouged out. Yeah, kind of beginning and like, you know, yeah, an eye for an eye, an eye for an eye. Oh, or if, like. What twelve eyes? Knife straight through the Everybody eye. Everybody was like, like ah, like you had to be screaming at this point. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was it a was, good, nice jab. Yeah, really yes, good. justice. Yep. Yeah. So then, what I really loved is that you know they climb back up through the tunnels, and where does it lead them? To they are in Nick Sheriff Good's, Goods house. House. Are you has, joking? Why are there so many all of goats? This, yeah, he has all of this like goat. Memorabilia like goats yeah. on his wall, statues, and I'm like, could you not be more satanic? I'm sorry, I hate on the note like symbolism like that. Yeah, that it was a little bit. Me off. It was a little. Yeah, it was also just make like, me. I would have. You know what I would have like, liked? I would have liked if it was like a very. Okay. I wish it was like a bunch of crosses, like a biblical like. like yeah. We crosses. love Jesus. Yeah, because then I would have been like, you're even more of a hypocrite. I wish that's what it was. Like lived on a goat farm or something. I don't know. Like just. That would have been less. Direct. That would have been funny. Like, yeah. yeah. No, no. I think Ouch. if it were very religious, it would have driven in the like hypocritical thing. Yeah, I wish that's what it was. I really do. I don't know. And then and I, I don't love when they like frame. They're just like, oh, and the problem is Satanism. Like it's like, yeah, it's, kind of, it's it very much like a, a, a scapegoat. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, a pre-established those, sort of like. <laughs> if this house had evil, that like feels cheap. If his house had been portrayed in that way, I think also it would have given Sarah fear. I mean, because she was not just wronged by him. She was wronged by the people of her town. And oh, yeah. They were doing it in the name of God. They were Christians. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I think that would have been a nice touch if they would have done that. Yeah. I think. And I think throughout the movie, um, just hypocrisy is definitely a theme. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would have made it so much better. Yeah. But it would have tied it together in like a more, a less obvious way. <laughs> Right? Yeah. yeah. Also, why... Okay, so, like, they're killing and sacrificing for all these years so that they can be sheriff and have a tacky yeah. suburban I, I house. Yeah. A very like, boring, like... Sheriff. It's Life? a white man's dream. Yeah. It, it oh, is. It is. It's, it's the white picket white fence. Man. It's the yeah. white picket fence. 
mm-hmm. and just like that perfect picture of a perfect white family and like what a w- good white family, rich white family should be slash have. And Which isn't is it so? And it's so disappointing it too. Is. Like yeah. you're not gonna do anything that's, that's else. You're no, you made a deal with the devil to be a fucking sheriff of a small ass town. <laughs> Come on. It's like commentary on, like, the American dream. You start back in 1666. Yeah. All of these people, I mean, they're white settlers. They're yeah. new to this portion of land. And, like, it's like... And you take and you, this amazing take land this from land people to create, you, what, a dystopian-type yeah. civilization? It's, it's to be a mayor. It kind of just really shows the, like, yeah. I think disappointing the, To build a McDonald's? That's what you want to do. The theme is good. I just don't think it translates as well to like our current society as maybe it. The books were originally attending because the books are older. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. The present day is the '90s, so the American dream was probably still very much believed. I think less people believe in it now. Yeah. I think our definition of the American dream in 2022 is going to be different than the 1990s. Oh my yeah. So maybe that's why we look at it so critically because like mm. that's not our dream. And I think every person has a different dream, but it's kind of That's just, like, true. that cultural, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah. kind of what was seen as, like, the typical, and, yeah, the white picket fence, like, very 50s. Mm. Well, if y'all were sheriff, sure good, what house would y'all have? Not that one. <laughs> that one, that one. I would have, like, a mansion with, like, 15 bathrooms and a bunch I would of... I have, like, 10 I dogs. Want, I just want a library with, like, a ladder. I want, I want yeah. Belle's library, library, library yeah. With yeah. Oh, a sliding ladder. That's the essential know, component. So you could do, like, the Belle moment. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I want to read the same book over and over again, anyway, <laughs> even though I love it. We oh have, God. like, five minutes left of the summary, of, or of the movie. Oh, to go over. well, I mean, yeah, it's really just like wrapping things up. Yeah. We see that um, Josh, Dina's little brother, um, he gets to meet uh, the person that he's been talking to online, Queen of Darkness. Yeah, um, we find out he signs or she signs his cast, which is really cute. And she signs um, it like her name. Yeah, it's she so signs cute. it. Her it's at. like, oh. And so he gets her. Um, and then Ziggy reunites with Miss Lane. Um, so that was a cute little connection, yeah. like nurse lane. Nurse lane, yeah. Which we were talking about the book in sixteen sixty six. That's like the book that nurse lane was had. Looked, yeah, yeah. Had. the and book that, um, that Sarah went to get. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Dina and Sam have a little picnic date on Sarah Fear's grave, which uh, <laughs> I was like, what a spot. Oh, okay. I was like, what a very, a very queer gay. thing to yeah, do. Yeah, like a very gay <laughs> thing to do. I was like, all right, all right, lesbians. Um, but the thing that really is, oh, this feels like an Arl Stein kind of thing at the end is that, um, we have the credits start rolling and then mid credit scene, um, we just, we're going down into the tunnels. They have all of it marked with like crime, like crime scene tape and things like that. And then an unknown pair of hands just takes the book from the tunnels. Whips it out of there. Like yeah. freaking... <gasps> I'm just like, it's very Snatches R.L. It is, yeah. It starts all Leaving over. you uneasy. It starts all, yeah. And it's like, like and sequel? what are they going to no. do with it? No. I, I think, like, another thing is, like, after Sam and Dina emerge from McGood's house, they're getting stared at by the people because they're like, why are you so dirty? And oh, yeah, they're covered in blood. They're covered in blood. And then, like, the house right across the street, um, as soon as they pull out, it gets hit yes. by a car. And so you kind of see, like, the downfall of Sunnyvale. Yeah. And, like without Nick Goods like deal with the devil. It all goes downhill. It all goes downhill. So maybe maybe Shady Side will prosper now because Maybe they'll be equal. Or yeah, oh, maybe yeah. they'll be equal. Probably Hope. not, but probably probably <laughs> I mean, not. But when you have like maybe. years and years four hundred years yeah. of um just prejudice. Yeah. Just you know. kind of hard to make things equal. Yeah. Just a little bit, but that's almost another discussion. Just a tad. I feel bad for laughing when the lady gets hit by the car to no, show I laughed that like so stuff hard. is clear. <laughs> yeah. It was, was like, so sudden, and they were like, like <laughs> but also Dina and Sam were just like, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. they were like, this is that's normal. your problem. <laughs> I just got my <laughs> that's your problem. Yeah. And I feel like they, yeah, they're, they're like, not oh, like, like the oh, equilibrium death? has re- yeah. turned. Yeah. Actually, like, they're probably like y'all deserve it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to be phased by death anymore. No, I don't know. They do this so much. So since we have 10 yeah. minutes left, should we do, like, an entire trilogy? Like, just how do we feel? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, they're all looking at me. I <laughs> okay, I mean, I can go first. I was just looking around the yeah, table. Okay, but all four of you made eye contact. That was fun. Fun, funky, and fresh. Um, but I think mine will be pretty quick. Um, I liked this trilogy when I first watched it, but I wasn't watching it critically. I was watching it with my also gay sister. So um, we were just having a little queer fun. But I really like this trilogy. I think that you have to watch all three to really appreciate it because there is no way you're going to get the full story otherwise. Um, it's a really trust the process kind of thing. Um, I give it probably... Am I going to be harsh about it? Okay, out of five, I give it a four out of five. Um, I think it's really fun. And I think that if you like horror movies and you are a queer person you should watch it. And I think you should watch it either way, but even if you're not. But I think it's fun to see yourself represented mm-hmm. where they don't die. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is it my turn or is it that one's turn? It's your turn. Okay. Um, as, like, the first one, I was just like, mm, no, I'm not a horror person. But, like, all together, I very enjoyed it very much. I hate horror, but that's not horror to me. So, it's I like the blood, in the. <laughs> she I likes like, gore, but I not like horror. Gore, I know, but I don't. I can't do jump scares. Which is funny. So. But I think, I would give it out of ten. I can't rate things out of five because okay. I feel like it's not fair. It's not. It's not a big enough range. I'm gonna give it like an eight point five because I could do better on accuracy oh, yeah. and di- and di- diversity, diversity, and just you know, I'm just happy that no black person died in the first five minutes so i think they did pretty good on diversity yeah they could always add a little more oh that's true yeah it could have been all black people i mean yeah there's always jordan peele yeah yes i love his movies sorry um yeah overall i think i enjoyed it i would say the movies are strong enough to stand on their own, but they're so much stronger together as a trilogy. You have to see the third one. I watched them by myself just the first two before and thought they were okay, but after rewatching it and watching the third one, I had a much greater appreciation for what they did. And I think also, like, whenever I watch a movie that's adapted from books, it's like, why, what made this need to be turned into a movie? Why did it need to switch mediums? And I think they did a good job of kind of justifying that with the artistic choices of the movie. Like, not only did a lot of the storylines parallel, but a lot of the, like, cinematography shots, like Gracie was talking about, they used a lot of that. And they used sound with the flies. They used a lot of things that you can't necessarily get across in a book Mm -hmm. to, like, make the movie better. And I think that's just a smart choice and, like, a good artistic choice to do when adapting something. Like, they definitely added to what already existed and with the inclusion of all the diversity as well oh i would give it like maybe i don't know 3.75 stars out of five okay okay yeah so <clears throat> it's a pass I, I definitely will say that um yeah all of them need to be watched i yeah. agree with what everyone has said because by the time i got to the third one i did feel like okay so I didn't waste my time. Because the first one, I'm not going to lie, did feel a little bit like, why am I watching this? I feel like I'm watching Riverdale, but rated R. Um, <laughs> is Riverdale not rated R? If it isn't, PG-13. it <laughs> maybe should be. Like I think yeah. it should be Just for emotional PG-15. trauma. Or like TV-19 or something. For the physical TV cringe, don't watch. it causes me. Oh, the yeah. highs and lows of high school football. Oh. <laughs> Fear Street yeah. haven't lived. is definitely better than Riverdale. Especially by the time you get to the third one. The third one was my personal favorite. I think just because I like paranormal horror horror a lot. Um, I guess some critique. I feel it should have... I feel like it should have been a TV show, honestly. Um, There's something about the movie setup that I just felt rushed. I didn't feel like they got to focus on certain characters' development. It would have been cool if they did something kind of like American Horror Story where... You know, um, each season kind of has a different theme, so they could just do the movies as three different seasons. And I don't know. For me, I think that would have been beneficial because, personally, especially for the first movie, um, I had no stake. I had no interest in essentially any of the characters, especially Kate and, um, I forget the other Simon? Si- Simon, yeah. Um, don't know how I remember that. <laughs> I know, he was only in there for the first one. Well, yeah. Yeah, but... 
I, I do like the themes that were covered, kind of with like some teen angst, um, identity, sexuality, obviously being part of the main one. I think I would give it, um, I don't like the point systems. I'll just say three <laughs> out of five. Nice. All right, kids, my turn. Crazy. Yes. Um, I think it's also, I think my kind of point of view is like, it's like The Office where the first season sucked and then you just like have to keep going you just gotta keep going and it like it gets so much better um but I think I don't know why but I just really didn't like Dina and Sam Dina's toxic yeah Yeah. I like I they definitely her angst was a lot yeah and you've been there done that you know I've been there done that yeah. was annoying but they never really addressed it in yeah. the movie yeah. like they kind of just were going to live happily ever after and it's they like were that's just not like, how it should have I think that's something I, I also like because it's kind of like they did it kind of as a straight um, relationship but just gay yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain that but like they did all the like same tropes and like I feel like they kind of did all that they never really addressed the gayness besides like just her moving to Sunnyvale but also, I feel like that's kind of good that they're not like, yeah. making it a thing. They're trying to normalize. But yeah, at the same I think. Time, yeah, it's just like it wasn't believable. It wasn't. I actually. I it's just very. It's it just very. Told, let me. I think that like. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. I think that like that adds interest to the story, but it was part of the trouble I had getting through the first one. I was like, I don't yeah. like the main characters. Yeah. They're annoying. They're not good for each other. And yeah, that made it hard to get through. But also, that's like the only character development exactly. Get. So I'm happy yeah. to have that. <laughs> I think that's all, like also why I really liked um, Kate and Simon a lot. And I was like, I don't know. I felt I felt personally hurt when they died because I was like, those were like the only good characters. like good characters. And like me, me personally, um, I related with Kate because you know she was a fellow Asian. <laughs> um, but I just like she was just very vibey and like just neat, was doing like she's getting very, shit done. Very smart. She's yeah. very smart. And then also Simon, he was just he was just there for the vibes, man. And like he he was content with and himself. And they were both willing to die for something yeah. that they really didn't know. Yeah. That well. And I just that's why I was like very upset. I think with the first movie, and I was like, I don't want to keep watching this. I feel like Kate was such an interesting, and she was character, and it was a shame to just get rid of her like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, whatever. I wish it's it was fine. like Dina and Kate or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Yeah, really? That would be toxic in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. I the problem is Dina. So yeah, but Dina I think, sucks. But the thing is, you were like. I didn't like, they made it like a straight relationship. Mm, I've known many a gay relationship that was like that, especially when you're with, like, someone who is not out. Yeah. Yeah. It's when they leave or, like, do something to make their life better and you're stuck where, like, you can't leave. You feel, this is not from personal experience, but it sounds like it is. <laughs> you feel that betrayal. And I feel like as a teenager in that situation, she had the correct amount of angst. It was very realistic in that sense. Mm. Did it make her good? No. But I'm saying it definitely felt correct. Like mm. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Mm. I feel like that's what you would do as a teenager. Yeah, I Like I don't think like you'll them, be self-aware. So. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. I thought she was annoying. But yeah. anyways. We're going to get caught up at any moment. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like the suspense. anticipation. Yeah. 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 I'll finish yeah. my review then. Yeah, Number two, favorite. Number three, top ten movies I've watched. Same. But because I think I just love the connection of things and like the way that they connect through like different movies or different episodes. And I like that's just like my I love that so much, like with my all my heart. And that's why I kept talking about the great and the yep. merging, because that's my favorite part and of the movies. And the dead children. And like, yeah, and the dead children and the sheets oh and everything. So I think I rate, hmm, 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 three point eight five <laughs> out of five. Not quite out of four. No. Just, yeah. See, it's, it's a just... lot easier to rate it from one to ten. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't you know didn't why have you did to five. Because mine was a four out of five. 
It was Mine even. Was it was gonna be an eight out of ten. That's a four out of five. Why not make it simple? Okay. Yeah, I wow. just did a three out of five. If it was on a uh, which actually the ten point scale, it probably would have been higher. Seven point seven point eight out of ten. Makes me feel better. My score okay. equivalates to maybe like a six out of ten. I don't know. Amber, okay. seven out of ten. I don't know. <laughs> she can't do math. <laughs> I can't do math. It's Just hard. Not it's been head. a long day. Is that projecting, Gracie? Yeah, yeah it's math. Yeah. can never get like, I got two homework done. Yeah. I Come did that on, on my last on quiz. Come on, your comebacks. Gracie's I'm not going to come back. So those listening, if you're a college student, go do your homework. No. Right now. <laughs> Actually, do it while you're listening <laughs> to us. Yeah. I me, highly so. recommend listening to podcasts while you do your homework. Or watching TV that you know what's going to I get distracted. I can only really? do podcasts while That's I'm That's what driving. my therapist told but me But, like, to if do. you listen to a podcast where, like, it's a conversation, you don't actually mm-hmm. have to engage mm-hmm. your mind. That's yeah, what I like. You guys are definitely not engaging in our conversation. Yeah, you'll probably just zone in every, like, now and then. <laughs> what are these queers talking about? <laughs> these queers for fears. Oh, yeah, so if you're hearing this, I don't know who listens to this. but probably like, one person. If you're, yeah, if you are that one person oh, that is listening um, and you know how to contact TATV, um, give us a little thumbs up, thumbs down, rate us out of ten. Um, I think we're on Apple and Spotify. We Apple are Spotify. on Apple and Spotify. I found Share it, it with your yeah. queer Not sisters us. and brothers. Yeah. And was that them? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Oh, the old, old white man. Oh, but, cool. Yeah, <laughs> this has been our kind of discussion around the Fear Street movies. Yeah. Yes. Um, and hopefully we will get better at this as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. We're not it. going anywhere, hopefully. Unless I drop Yeah, we're going to do... You're not dropping out, Gracie. Yeah, Yeah. we're hopefully in the future doing other movie series. Hopefully Euphoria. Mm, That's not a movie. That's That's a series. (laughs) I can't. I don't like it. Anyways, well, we're we're doing more queer media later. Yeah. So, So, I hope to... I guess this is goodbye. Hear from (laughs) y'all. Thank you. This is Queer for Fear signing out. Do you want to sing a little bit of... An outro. Everybody wants to rule. Everybody wants to rule the Perfect. Yeah. There's a place where the Goodbye. They are. They're going to be very confused. Goodbye.